Time for another Town Talk podcast. We have a special guest with us today. Obviously, Mayor Spanky's here. And then we have Chief Dale with us. Chief wants to talk just a little bit, an update on the Church Point Police Department. Chief, we'd had you on when we talked about Mardi Gras earlier this year. We hadn't had you on again. I know Mayor Spanky wanted to get you on just to see what's happening in town of Church Point in the Church Point Police Department. So thanks for coming on and spending some time with us. You have an update? Yeah, thank you, Chris. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, police department and town's been doing very well compared to other towns around us. I don't want to jinx us, but we've, <laughs> we've been doing pretty good. I do want to make the public aware, though, we're back to leaving our cars unlocked again or not securing our vehicles. We have our valuables in our vehicles, such as purses, wallets, and stuff like that. And lately there, for the past couple of months, there's 15 to 20, maybe more than that, of criminals getting out of jail. And now the burglaries are starting to pick up again, and not just at night, during the day also. It, it, it's funny to see, you know, not just here, you see it nationwide, some of the crime that's happening. You think years back, it was always nighttime crime. Now, it seems it doesn't matter. It could be morning time, afternoon time. If a criminal wants to commit a crime, they are going to do it. Oh, yes. It's no certain times anymore. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, we're we're in a police car. We're not on foot patrol anymore. Mm-hmm. So you coming down the road in a police car with headlights on, and there's a criminal in somebody's yard. All they got to do is duck down behind a bush, mm-hmm. and then it makes it twice as hard to see it. When it comes to summertime, I know right now we're, we're at the end of summer, school's coming back in. Do you see crime uptick a bit during the summertime, or does crime kind of slow down a little bit during the summertime? No, actually, on the summertime, crime does rise. Mm-hmm. All crimes do mm-hmm. rise. And then what we're seeing a lot lately is, I guess, with the extensive heat that we have, mm-hmm. people are getting a little more irritable. Mm-hmm. And what might have just turned into a a little <laughs> couple of words exchanged Correct. now will turn into a total argument or mm-hmm. a fistic encounter or something along those lines. Yeah. It is funny what heat can do. I mean, 101, 102 degrees, feel like 115 can take something that should be very, very small and turn it into something that's big. Exactly. Exactly. Mayor, anything you want to add about, you know, what's happening in town, what's going on with the police department? Or I mean, in my opinion, everything's rolling very well. I mean, go look at TV10. Go look at KTC. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. in a lot of places and... Over here, we, we I mean, we have problems, but not compared to uh, where other places have a yeah. lot more problems. Yeah. One thing I know you wanted to address, and it's a topic that I'm sure you don't like talking about, and that's traffic tickets. You know, that's one of the things that, that happens with police departments, not only here, anywhere. The writing and the issuing of tickets. Anything you want to address on that? Oh, I'd like to address a lot on that. Well, let me see how much time we have, Chief. Uh, okay, Should I put a, a pot of coffee on? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it might take a while. <laughs> well, you know, the police and people don't like getting tickets. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody likes getting a ticket. But when a ticket is written, you have committed a criminal violation. Mm-hmm. It's not that police officer's fault that you're getting a ticket. Personally, I don't like tickets. I don't like to give tickets. My officers don't like to give tickets. It is the necessary evil Mm -hmm. for a couple of different reasons. First off is 
Citations for speeding and reckless driving, running stop signs, red lights, stuff like that. By enforcing those, we reduce the number of crashes in town, which reduces serious injuries. If you have someone that speeds all the time, gets into an accident, 9 out of 10, that little bit of speed can cause serious injuries. Mm -hmm. Our traffic crashes due to us aggressively doing traffic enforcement. Our traffic crashes have been reduced by about three quarters of what they were. Wow. So, I mean. That, that's significant. Yes, yeah. crashes here yeah. and the ones we do have, mm-hmm. parking lot or it mm-hmm. might be a fender bender. They're not serious injury crashes. Mm-hmm. That is one of the reasons that we get out there and we do traffic enforcement. Mm-hmm. The second reason is to be able to provide the safety and security of the town. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand this and don't know this, but the police department is totally funded on a one cents sales tax. That's it. That's the only funds it gets mm-hmm. is a one cent sales tax. Out of that one cent sales tax, it normally will generate maybe 700000 a year mm-hmm. for revenue. All right. But if you were to just operate, if I was to tomorrow to start operating on just that sales tax with no other income coming in, I could tell you right now, you'd be you'd be down to like having about two or three units. Mm-hmm. You'd be down to one person during the day, one person at night and then watch the crime right. happen. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's yeah. that would be a big deal. Yes. Part of our budget, part of my budget is the auditors. The mayor can probably explain a little more than me on that side, but the auditors must estimate what revenue we would bring in from traffic crimes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They must estimate that into the budget. And that budget, when I'm given that budget, we got to follow it, you know. Right now, with the department you have, protection we have, and being able to get the equipment we need, the tracking systems, the body cameras— None of that's cheap and none of that's free. Mm-hmm. And with that, the department, you know, it's costing about 975000 a year, just give or take, mm-hmm. to be able to run the department the way it is now, to keep the crime down the way it is now. So that extra money's got to come in from somewhere, mm-hmm. and that's what's estimated. Uh, that y'all the, bring in from traffic tickets. From yeah. traffic tickets, yeah. Mayor, you want to explain a little bit on that? And Yeah, I mean, the budget is exactly what he says. The thing of it is, it's a one-cent sales tax, which brings in, like you said, somewhere as, we've had it as low as 700, we've had it as high as 800, mm-hmm. you know, it ebbs and flows. But what happens is, when you go to budget with the legislative orders and all this stuff, they take all your expenses, what it costs, what everything is, and they put that into a budget. And whatever is left over... On that seven hundred or eight hundred thousand, that has to come from somewhere, mm-hmm. and that has to come from tickets. Okay, and that's exactly what he said. If you want no tickets, well, you have to go back to one person at night, one person during the day, mm-hmm. which that's not a good situation. And you know, we talk about. I mean, we've talked about it on other podcasts on how the town makes money, how this, how that, how that. It has to come from somewhere. Either it has to come from tickets or it has to come from additional tax, okay? Nobody wants to hear additional tax. And we've explained before, well, okay, shop in town. 
mm-hmm. get that 700, 800,000 to a million, and then we don't have to do a tax. Mm-hmm. But will that happen? Probably not. So it's one of those three choices. It's not any other choice there is. Mm-hmm. Shop local, get more taxes to us. Raise a tax. That's the part that's the least favorable. Correct. And I'm sure to y'all too. Y- yeah. y- y'all don't want to yeah. do that. I mean, no. other towns around here, 11s, 12s. Yeah. And that is a possibility if something doesn't change. And mm-hmm. that's why, like I said, I go to the restaurants. Please shop your local vendor, shop you this, because myself and Dale benefit from that amazingly. Mm-hmm. You know, Youngsville is running off of uh, one sales sales tax on both, you know? And that's that's good, but you know how much money is coming in, right? You got to think of the businesses, the volume, just everything they <laughs> yeah, have compared compared to millions, what we have. Millions yeah. and millions, right? So you can't say apples to apples. Well, why does this town have mm. one cent sales tax for police, and they making it just fine because they're sitting on a Walmart, they're sitting on a right these big corporate companies, you know, your Chili's, your uh, Texas Roadhouse, I mean, those are yeah, things. We don't time, have that. Yeah, yep. and, and that's what I preach all the time is like, this can all go away. If everybody shops Church Point, more businesses come to Church Point and we move it up. Mm-hmm. We have seen an uptick, but it's not been anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with? Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and you know, when, that off, when we hire that officer, the whatever officer we hire, that officer is getting paid by your tax dollars. Mm-hmm. That officer right there works for you. You can have two choices. You can have an officer that gets out there. I mean, I pretty much know that everybody who has a job, when they go to work, you are required to do certain mm-hmm. things at that job or your employer will get rid of you. Correct. Same thing here. It doesn't pay for me to hire an officer who's going to sit back and just ride around in a unit right. and ride in circles all day and don't do traffic, don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's shortchanging your tax dollars. Mm-hmm. I expect 100% from each one of my officers, mm-hmm. and I expect them to give me that 100%, yeah. and that's what they do. Now, a lot of officers get criticized on the traffic stop. They get told off. They get cursed out. You know, this is the thing. Okay, and I'm not going to tell you what the limit is because I don't want people to hold me to it and say, oh, well, the chief said this. Right. (laughs) There is certain limits that when that officer's doing traffic or he's doing his job, there's certain limits Mm -hmm. that anything over that limit, it's a mandatory that you do get a citation. Mm -hmm. And that's directly from me. So Mm -hmm. this is how I look at it. And the reason I do that is because I want it fairly for everyone. I don't care if you got a million dollars and get a ticket or you got one dollar and get a ticket. I want it fair. That's why I make it a certain threshold. It's mandatory you get a ticket. Mm -hmm. So don't jump on the officer's case, curse the officer, scream at him, yell at him. Mm -hmm. Come to my office, sit down, have a meeting with me. If you're not satisfied, yell at me Mm -hmm. because I'm the one that made him do it. But yeah. we're doing it because we have to, not just for revenue, to keep the town from just going haywire. Right. I, I come back ever since you said, you know, crashes are down, what, three quarters? Oh, yes. Uh, that's a staggering number. I mean, that's mm. a pretty big deal. And that goes to show that, that y'all are doing your jobs. Exactly. You know, and doing your part in keeping Church Point 
safe. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, too, I'd like to add a little bit mm-hmm. of something into that. A tax is mandatory. If you buy something that sells tax, it's mandatory that you pay it. A ticket is a choice. You can choose not to speed, <laughs> or you could choose not to stop at a stop sign. And I'm not sitting here holier than thou. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been pulled over in Mississippi. I've been pulled over <laughs> in a Crot Springs. And you know what? I take my ticket because, yeah. I, you know, I was running 75 and a 65, mm-hmm. and I knew that. But it was my choice. Mm-hmm. And I took my ticket. We paid it, and we move about our business. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we get told stories all the time. You know, like, mm-hmm. let me say this. If I had a dollar every time somebody told me this excuse, I uh, wouldn't have to work no more. <laughs> oh, I was speeding because I was on the way to the hospital. Man, I'm going to tell you, if as many people, if everybody was saying the truth about that, that new hospital would have been built years ago. Because <laughs> everybody says they're on the way to the hospital. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. Right. I'm just saying we speed. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody doesn't stop at stop signs. Mm-hmm. I, not all the time. It may be in your mind, like mm-hmm. whatever. Sometimes you get caught. I mean, and that's what it is. You chose to do that. It's not a mandatory thing. I feel there's a lot more nuts and bolts, if you will, to what you guys do behind the scenes, rules to follow, restrictions, more than I think the normal citizen understands or or knows. There's a lot more going on behind the scenes. Is that right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, there's several things within the last year that they've made mandatory, mm-hmm. you know. I know there's we, a lot of things coming down for the police department. Right. We, just being a part of some of the town council meetings, I hear some of that stuff and how a lot of that's changing for y'all. Right. Well, one of the things is reserves. I mm-hmm. mean, now you put on a reserve who is giving and donating his time, and within a year you must send him to a 15-week police academy that – I don't know of anybody who wants to give you that time is going to sacrifice 15 weeks out of their family life to go to a to police go, academy. Yeah. And what are they going to do about a job? Yeah, this, no. is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. all, all because some departments or chiefs wasn't doing their job and mm-hmm. properly training and mm-hmm. controlling their offices. Yeah. Now they've made it to where you must get on the state retirement. It's mandated. You don't have a choice anymore. Which I'm gonna leave my personal feelings alone. I'll for talk that. about it. You can because I'll talk I, about I saw, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about it. And uh, and now we we've got to do a psych test for each mm-hmm. one before we hire them. They went from 125 to 500. People just don't realize. In fact, yeah. I have been in this job for 30 years, and never knew what the chief position entailed. You know what? Sometimes when they say, watch what you ask for, because you might get right. it. Right, you might just get it, yeah. It's, it's like you said, it's all the nuts and bolts mm-hmm. and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, an officer is expected to come in, he falls sick right away. This is not like, we can't just shut down the cash register and say, okay, Correct. well, we're going to close today. Right. No, right. somebody's yeah. got to come go in. On. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has to go on. Mayor, I, I guess it, I'll give you an opportunity if you want to talk about this new, no, what is it, the uh, retirement? or retirement. Yeah. That the, and the officer gets to choose whether he stays in there or not. And first thing I did, me and Chief Dale asked for a rundown on what they get for this service. The officer does 15%. The town does 33% of the check. So you do the math on that. That's 48%, okay? 
And we have a system where if you put in 5%, we match 6.5% mm-hmm. from the town. And I guarantee you that 11.5%, more money goes to the officer than the 48%. Mm-hmm. Because they sent us a 50-page book. If I would show you the losses <laughs> that they've done, I personally would never put my money in the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm in government. Yeah. <laughs> And let me say this, there's millions being lost in this fund because the government's managing it. And y'all are forced to and forced we're to pay. Forced. Yeah. The police officer could choose to be in it or not, mm-hmm. but we cannot choose to not deny it. Okay? With that being said, that's I mean, look, they might beat me up for it. When you have to get new customers in to pay the old ones, if you watch American Greed, that's called the Ponzi scheme. <laughs> and it happens a lot in, in the government set, you know. But I personally would never invest in a government-run uh, program because, like I said, I know what those parentheses are. Mm-hmm. Those parentheses are losses. Yeah. And when I say it's in, what was it, 100 and something million dollars mm-hmm. Yep, that was lost? State of Louisiana. <laughs> That's your retirement. And it lost and then, over a hundred million dollars. Yeah. They need to get somebody. Let me have that job. Yeah. I'll make a money, me. <laughs> now, so this and a lot of these new regulations that are coming down, it's across the board, correct? Yes. So like yes. um this could be in a major city like let's just say Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. They have the same restrictions as Church Point. It's almost like the same across the board, no matter what your budget is, how much money you got, they're putting this down all over for everybody in the state of Louisiana. That, that's right. I'm going to tell you what they're trying to do, and eventually it's probably going to come to mm-hmm. that. They're trying to run all your little smaller the police departments. They're trying to run them out. And, you know, you're just going to fall under a, a sheriff's office, mm-hmm. which they have their issues, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they have yeah. their problems they got to go through. But that's it. Mm-hmm. They set everybody under a Baton Rouge. We can't compete with Baton right. Rouge. We can't compete right. with Lafayette, mm-hmm. you know, and all of this. Well, my main priority since I took over has been training. My officers can tell you, we train and we train and we train. Does it cost the town a fortune? No, because I normally send somebody, get them certified as an instructor, Mm -hmm. and then come back and train our own. Mm -hmm. We just did, I just went and recertified for taser instructor. So now I just updated the whole department where that costs $500 an officer. Well, I went through the fraternal order of police and now i came back and i trained you can train i certified all my officers and it didn't cost a ton of dime nothing in fact we're doing training tomorrow Mm -hmm. at church point elementary we got with Mm -hmm. the principal and she was kind enough to loan us the elementary tomorrow and we're gonna do training all day like we do before each and every school year Mm -hmm. to make sure we familiar with it to do that yeah yeah and for maybe you know maybe some people don't know, and I'm really not that clear on it, but I know it's a big process. What's the process of maybe hiring and having on a new officer? I, I know that's a big undertaking for you, people getting certified and all that stuff. You want to go through that process of bringing in an officer, right? Well, when you bring in a new officer mm-hmm. that has no experience at all, he's just coming into police work, and a lot of small towns, that's what you're mm-hmm. going to get. Mm-hmm. You bring him in. 
First of all, you got to put them riding with another officer for at least a month or so or six months. Whatever mm-hmm. it takes them to learn, some learn faster than others. Mm-hmm. Then you must equip them, you know, ready to go. I have to. I am mandated by law that I have to send them to that 15-week academy mm-hmm. before the end of the year. They have to be there before the end of the year. And then once they complete that academy, I'm going to tell you what happens. Most of them will come out of that academy mm-hmm. And go find a job making more money because now they're state certified, you see? Mm -hmm. Just like police officers, if you hire one from another department that's already has the academy, 9 out of 10, he's just stopping off here Mm -hmm. till something else comes along. Mm -hmm. You know, around us, we're the lowest paid all the way around. Mm -hmm. And you can't blame that officer. Right. He's got to provide for his family. Yep. Well, and then another thing, too, is there's a, it all goes back to what we started with. Mm-hmm. That reserve officer, mm-hmm. uh, that was the biggest blow to small towns, and I don't care who knows it. Because Lafayette had reserves, Baton Rouge had reserves, Estherwood has reserves, Church Point had reserves. But what happens is when Lafayette has all those reserves that don't come in, guess what? They got to go get more officers. So what they do? They go poach the small towns. They go poach other ones. It's a supply demand situation there was enough because of all the volunteerism Mm -hmm. that they had now they took that source out so now you got to pay those people they have one town on the other side of Crowley that I know of I'm not going to name it you know but they have one chief all his officers are with reserves all of them so now they don't have any police officers. Because it's new reserve because yeah. of that uh, rule. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Is that the so, right way to put that's it? Right. Yeah. So this small town, you think they can go poach some from Lafayette or poach them from us? I mean, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they created something which they were probably slapping themselves in the bag, hoorah, hello, have a, uh, hugging, mm-hmm. you know. They don't know what they just did. Mm-hmm. And it's a serious problem. I mean, and that's what's happening. Axdale, how many have jumped to us and then jumped away from us mm-hmm. two months later? Mm-hmm. Yep. When I started in 19, when I took over in 19, we had a 25-person reserve. I made sure and built it up. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a 25-person reserve. It didn't matter what kind of function we had in town. I could provide free manpower mm-hmm. at no problem, mm-hmm. okay, because I had enough reserves to do it. Slowly, as this one got out, as that one got out, as this one, you know, or this one jumped to a different mm-hmm. reserve or whatever. Now, we're down to maybe 10 reserves. Out of that 10 reserve, I have four that work offshore. That's, you know, going they're, they're a lot. Going, yeah. So now when we have events or stuff like that, guess what? I don't have that. I try, mm-hmm. but I don't have that free reserve to you just to give call you, up somebody to come and, yeah, and lend a hand. Right. Yeah. And my full-timers, I mean, as much as they would like to come out and donate their time, I mean, they're not leaving their no, families right. to come for free. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're struggling. Mm-hmm. We're struggling. And with that being said, there's another way of looking at it, too. And Dale can tell you this. We've had quite a bit of officers since we started in 19 that became reserves. I said, you know what? I like this. I like to do this. And we hire them on. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That's another source, like minor leagues in baseball. Right. <laughs> you know, you so, start them out at yeah. the volunteer port, interning, mm-hmm. and they like it, and then we hire somebody. 
So now you now you don't have that, that crop of people to move up and yeah. promote them to an officer Ex- if that's what they want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. On a whole bunch of layers, mm-hmm. that may have been a kumbaya moment over then. For, for Rouge, somebody else, yeah. But but, but, but they didn't think about the smaller areas. Yeah. I no. mean, it goes to the bigger ones mm-hmm. too. Like I said, if they're poaching people from us, the bigger departments, mm-hmm. then they're spending more money. Right. You know, it's yep. it's all across the board. Mm-hmm. But the thing with this is, okay, it shouldn't be the state. To say, oh, well, you got to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Every chief of police, every sheriff, you're responsible for your Mm -hmm. people. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you don't get them trained, it's not their fault. That's your fault. Uh, Yeah. If you don't stay on top of things, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, and, And what makes it frustrating is you get a new person in. You invest all that time right. in it. You send them to the academy. Or even before they go to the academy, they just start learning how to do the paperwork right, mm-hmm. do their job right, mm-hmm. this and that. And some department comes along and poaches them, yeah. you know, for for $2 more an hour right. or, or something like that. Yeah. You know, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> right now, I can tell you, if we didn't offer take-home units— I'm going to tell you right now, we wouldn't have, <laughs> we mm. probably have three policemen. That's it. And with that being said, the towns that are poaching, back to what I said, they have Taco Bells, they have Burger King, the, they have Whoppers. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They like, have the sales tax money rolling through and, and, and funding. So, it. Yeah. how can we compete with that? Yeah. It's a ball. Yeah. And yeah. it's always rolling, and it's not always rolling in our favor. Yeah. I can tell you that. I mean, definitely, um, I, I think a lot more than just the normal resident of Church Point understands. You know, yeah. there, there, there's so much more work in, behind the scenes, and Spanky and I talk about that a lot on the podcast. You know, there's so much more going on behind the scenes and work behind the scenes than I think people realize. Yes. You know, and I, I like the fact that Spanky wants to do this podcast because it kind of brings people in the community together. You know, Spanky to talk about a few things, you can talk about a few things, and I think it gives residents a little better understanding about how things work yeah and i mean that's a it's a very compromising position that all of us are in as elected officials because we're getting these demands from the state they say you have to do it but they don't pay you for it you have to pay for it Mm -hmm. and then when you do what the state tells you then the people get mad because you're doing what the state said. (laughs) But then when they go talk to the state, they say, oh, we didn't do it. That was your cheat. They're going to push it back down on y'all. But (laughs) no, you made us do this. (laughs) And that's why the people aren't happy. But when the people go to you, you know, it's it's a constant back to the chief, finger back to the chief, finger back to the mayor. And both sides, one doesn't understand because they're not being mandated to do it. Mm -hmm. And we're in there like... Okay, how do, how are we supposed to do this? You yeah, know, yeah. I tell people all the time, come mm-hmm. out, come sit with me for a day, come ride with me, come 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 get in the unit. Yeah, I promise you, when you're done, you're gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, no, you run no. for the hills. Yeah. <laughs> I've had some people fuss, chief. I go by the police station, you're never there. Well, I that, call that, you, uh, you're never there. Isn't that a good thing? Of course, I'm not there because I don't sit behind. If I'm if I'm in the station, right. I'm catching up on paperwork because yeah. I don't sit behind a desk. I'm out there on the streets also because I feel, hey, your tax dollars paid my salary also. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you want me sitting in an office just watching TV, or you right. want me to or get out there and do, do my something? Job? Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that'll wrap it up for this episode. Chief Dale, Mayor Spanky, another edition of Town Talk Podcast. Again, uh, if you have any questions, towntalkquestions at gmail.com, or you can simply just message our Town of Church Point Facebook page, and we'll get to some answers there for you on the next episode. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you.